I'm here. Hey. How's it going? came by and your door was shut and you opened the restroom. Yes. I can Venmo it to you. And did I tell you that Chris ordered? Hi, friends. Thanks for checking in. We are going to be starting with the Extraordinary Talk Show here in just... About six seconds, so hang in there with me. Oh, look, here it goes. KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to the Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for the Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hi guys, welcome to another amazing Monday. I can't tell you what an amazing week I'm having. And part of the reason I'm having such an amazing week is because I'm doing all of the things that I'm telling you guys to do. All of the things like uh, meditating every single day. Because to be honest, I am not always like black and white about my 15 minutes every single day of meditation minimum. Usually I get a few minutes here and there. I might do walking meditation or I might do different types of meditation. But for the last week, I set myself on the same challenge that I put you guys on. That if you do these things for one month, I guarantee you will see results. It's been one week now that I have absolutely committed, put that black check on every single day of my calendar that I have done Minimum 15 minutes of meditation, sometimes more because it's so amazing. And the things that are happening in my life, guys, it's phenomenal. It's so extraordinary. And one of the best things that's coming out of it, and this is the big reward. I'm so happy. Guys, you can have this too. Everything that I'm telling you to do, everything that I'm doing that's helping me find this, you can have all of these same things. You can have this kind of joy every single day. It's so easy and it's so much fun to be happy, to feel great all the time. If you want that, it's possible for you. If you think it's not possible for you, you're wrong because it is possible for you. You can do this. And I have known people, I've worked with people, I've watched people who went from the point of not feeling good about anything to feeling good about everything. And it's such an amazing change. And it's one thing if, if you know, you think you'd like to be a little bit happier so you can perk up and be happier. That's kind of how I was. And that was still amazing. But my friends, when you are coming from the very, very bottom, when you feel the opposite of all the radiant, wonderful, happy things that you want to feel, then when you accomplish those things when you get there, when you even start to get there, it is such a rapid expansion that it takes over you so quickly that it just catches you up with it and you can't not love it because it's such an amazing feeling. So we've been talking about the law of attraction the last few weeks and we're 
still talking about that. And I'm going to tell you one of my favorite stories about one of the really coolest things I've ever manifested. And that's, I'm even hesitant to say that because I've manifested some really cool things. But this is one that I think even you guys are going to have a hard time arguing with how amazing it is. It might not be something that you would have manifested. It may not have been something that you asked for. But you may have manifested something similar or in your own way. And obviously what you want and what I want are different. So what you're going to manifest and what I'm going to manifest are different. And that's amazing. And that's really, really important too, because some people think, well, if I manifest all this stuff, then maybe somebody else won't get it. And I don't want to take that away from someone else. And that's a very compassionate view to have. Good on you. However, the law of attraction knows where every single little gold mine is hidden in the higher universe and can find those things and bring them to you. You don't have to know how it's possible for something to happen for it to happen. And you do not have to take something away from someone else for you to have it. That's what envy is. And we're warned in many religious books to avoid envy because we don't want to have something in a way that takes it away from someone else. We want to have something in a way that allows other people to be blessed too. And the more you can do that, the more you're grabbing onto what the law of attraction really is. And one thing that's awesome about you is you're going to attract different things than what I'm going to attract. So a few years ago, about three years ago-ish, I decided I wanted a new car. And this is going to start out sounding cliche, but hang with me because it's so good. I decided I wanted a new car. Where I was coming from, and there's some really important parts of the story that we're going to talk about after, so pay attention to what I did or what you think I did that helped this manifestation come to be. I really wanted a new car. It didn't have to be brand new. I was even fine with a good used car because good used cars are a lot cheaper anyway and a lot of reasons. And when I looked at the vehicles that we had, we had good cars, We had a nine-year-old car and a 12-year-old car that were well-maintained and run well and paid off. We'd paid them completely off, which was awesome too. And then my husband had a work truck and I had one son that was driving and was going to have another son that was driving. And I thought, you know what? Now's the perfect time for me to get a new car because we have enough cars and we have a car that my other son's going to drive when he gets his license. And then it's going to be time for me to have a car. It's time for mom to have a car that's not a mom car. And I pondered on that. And Specifically, I started thinking about this on a Friday. It was a Friday in May six, in 2016. So it was three years ago next month. And I kind of pondered on it and I thought, what do I want? If I'm going to get a car for me that's not a mom car, that's something I want, what do I really want? And I pondered on that. And that was fun because the dreaming and imagining and envisioning what it is that you want is fun. So I pictured myself driving fast because I love driving fast. I ride motorcycles and part of the reason I ride motorcycles is for the feeling of just absolute freedom and wonder that you have when you're on there. And part of it is for the speed because I like going fast. So when I was thinking about a car that I wanted, I wanted something that was fast, something that was sexy and something that was fun. Because when mom decides she wants a car that's not a mom car, it's got to be fast and sexy and fun. And those were really my main requirements. I had an idea of how much money I wanted to spend and I figured I could get a pretty good used car for that amount of money. And I kind of pondered and I didn't have my heart set on any kind of model or make. I just wanted something fast, sexy, and fun. 
those is what that's what I really, really wanted. But oh, I had one little wish, one little hope. If I could just tag on on the PS of my request to the universe, could it please, please, please? And I'm not holding, I'm not holding all my hopes on this, but could it really, really please have a hard top automatic convertible? I love hard top automatic convertibles. I think convertibles are fantastic, except that I've been in two car accidents where the other car flipped over and skidded down the road. So the idea of a soft top convertible just doesn't really appeal to me. And I also don't like the way it kind of sounds, right? So I really wanted a convertible, but I wanted a hard top automatic convertible. But this is important. I didn't hold all my hopes on that thing. If I'd held all my hopes on that one thing, that might've created a stutter. That might've been hard for me to actually truly hold faith that the universe could bring that to me, right? It was easy to believe that the universe could bring me a car that was fast, sexy, and fun. There's a lot of cars out there that are fast, sexy, and fun. Fast, sexy, and fun with a hardtop automatic convertible, a little bit harder to find. Fast, sexy, fun with a hardtop automatic convertible in my price range, a little bit more harder to find. So I didn't think about those things. I didn't think about those details. It occurred to me that it might be harder to find a car with a convertible top I wanted. So if that came great, and if it didn't, that was okay too. But what I really wanted was something fast, sexy, and fun. And the next day on Saturday, I told the wonderful Chris, my husband, that I had this desire, that I was pondering, considering getting this car. And as I envisioned it and as I played with it, I could even see myself driving it and just hitting the gas pedal and just going. And I could see it in the driveway when I looked out the window. I could just imagine that car there. And it was so much fun experiencing that before it even happened, right? And I knew that we had done really well with the cars that we had. We'd been really responsible. We had taken good care. We had been good stewards. That's the word I'm looking for. We had been good stewards when it came to our vehicles. And because of we had been good stewards, we had these cars that were paid off that still ran really well because we had taken good care of them. We had maintained them well. We'd uh, paid them off. We always paid the insurance. We were good drivers, so we didn't get in accidents. We even had enough extra vehicles, kind of, because my husband had a work truck and whatever, that we could loan our cars out. We had an abundance with vehicles as it was before I even started this. So why did I think I needed something else if we were already abundant? Here's a beautiful thing about the law of attraction. You will never have enough. Sometimes it can be a little bit frustrating because just when you think that you're getting everything that you want, you realize that there's more out there that you want and more that's available to you. And that's so exciting. So we had this abundance with cars, but I wanted my car. And I said to Chris, I think I want a new car for me. And he said, well, do you want to go shopping? And I said, nope. I automatically knew that immediately. And in that, I was following a nudge. Those are important. I said, no, I don't want to go shopping. And the words that came out of my mouth next surprised even me because I don't think that they came from my own head. I think that they came from my inner inspiration and inner knowing. And as these words came out of my mouth, I knew that they were true. I said to him, I don't need to go shopping at a car lot. My car is going to land in my lap. And Chris has heard me say these kinds of things before. And at this point in time, honestly, he wasn't fully on board with the whole law of attraction. He didn't get it. He didn't understand it. He didn't fully believe it. But he had seen me do some interesting things that I gave credit to the law of attraction for. So he kind of 
shrugged his shoulders and said, well, I don't know how that's going to happen then if you don't even want to go look for a car. But hey, you, you do it your way. He's really, really good and supportive like that. So that was Saturday. And I still just kind of pondered on my car and what I wanted it to be like and, and how much fun it was going to be to have. And the next day, Sunday, we had some lunch with friends, our good friends, Mike and Colleen, who are so much fun. And Mike is a car guy. Let me tell you about Mike. He loves cars. He can talk about cars for hours. He can go to car shows and it just lights up his life because he loves cars. So as we're sitting having lunch with our friends, I was asking about his job. Guess what? He worked at a car dealership. And I don't typically like car dealerships because they tend to not be honest. But to make conversation, I asked Mike, what do you, how do you like your job? And he just kind of started going on about his job and how he actually does like it a lot because even though most car dealerships are rather dishonest, the one that he worked for really was a lot more honest and he liked that about it. They were honest in their pricing. They were honest in their commissions. And that was a lot of things that I was worried about. And as he's talking, I didn't tell him, by the way, I did not tell him that I was thinking about getting a car or looking for a car. He's talking about his job and he said, oh, and guess what? Oh, you wouldn't believe this car we have on the lot right now. It is beautiful and it is amazing. And I thought, hmm, well, that's interesting. What kind of car is it? And Mike started talking. And he started telling me about this Mercedes-Benz SL Class AMG. And guys, I didn't even know what the heck that was. I heard Mercedes-Benz and I thought, hmm, probably out of my price range. But Mike kept talking. And he told me how much it was how much the dealership was charging for it. And I went, oh, that is in my price range. And I still didn't tell him that I was actually looking for a car, that I was expecting my car to land in my lap. I just said, hmm, tell me more. That was easy because Mike was super excited and he kept going on about this car and how fast it was and how sexy it was and how much fun it was. And I thought, huh, that sounds pretty intriguing and it's in my price range. And Mike's going on and on about how many, (laughs) how how much horsepower it has and how fast it can get to zero to 60 and all of these things. And he goes, oh, and well, it's about, it's a little over 10 years old, but it has really low miles. And that's why we're able to sell it for the price that we're at, but it's still a really great car. And this is one of the very, very first cars to perfect the automatic Hardtop convertible. My jaw almost dropped. I managed to not drop my jaw when Mike said that. But I did reach over to my husband and squeezed his leg underneath the table. (laughs) And I think Chris thought to himself, all right, we're buying a car today. Well, it was Sunday, but my friend Mike had a key to the dealership. And I was able to go for a test drive. And guys, if you do not know what a Mercedes-Benz AMG is, what that means, let me tell you. AMG means fast, sexy, and fun. That's not what the letters stand for, but it means fast, sexy, and fun. And if you've ever driven an AMG, oh, it is fast, sexy, and fun. And I took that car on the freeway. And as my foot pushed down on the accelerator, Chris will tell you, I giggled like a 12-year-old girl. That car made me 
happy. Well, it was Sunday, so the banks weren't open. I had to wait until Monday to sign the papers and drive my car home. Here's the short to the end of the story. Friday, I decided I wanted a new car. Something fast, sexy, fun. Just maybe, maybe, maybe with a hardtop automatic convertible. Three days later on Monday, I drove home the car of my dreams. Fast, sexy, and fun with a hardtop automatic convertible. I didn't even look for it, guys. It fell in my lap. Everything that I'm telling you about this story is absolutely true. I don't have to make this up because this actually happened. And now I have this amazing car that I get to drive and feel like a queen every single day in this car. And every single time I get to drive it, I'm reminded of how I attracted it and the things that I did to attract it and how much the universe loves me and how much the universe wants me to have amazing things. The moral of the story that I'm telling you now is not only that, yes, you can manifest a Mercedes because I've done it, but I also want to talk about resistance in the law of attraction. And one of the things that I successfully did in order to attract that car was not holding on to resistance. What I did that was so successful in manifesting that car, other than seeing it and dreaming it and believing it, was allowing it. I could have gotten on my analytical pathway in my mind and thought, well, you know, there's just not that many cars that have this and there's just not that many cars that have this and it's probably going to be months and months and months and I don't know why I'm waiting about this and thinking I can have this anyway. I didn't do that. All I did was I enjoyed the idea of having this car. I enjoyed the feeling that it was going to give me, even though I didn't have it yet. I knew what it was like to drive in a fast car. So I was, it was easy to remember what it was like to drive in a fast car, to imagine driving in my own fast car. So I did a lot of that, but I also allowed it. This is what's really critical. For me, in this situation, it was really easy to come at this situation with a feeling of abundance coming into it. Because like I told you, I was already abundant with my cars. I had two cars that were paid off in a, in a free-to-use work vehicle. I already had abundance. I had enough cars that I could loan them out to other people that needed them sometimes. I already had abundance of cars. And because I had abundance of cars, I didn't have a desperation for a car. This is a lot different. I think the two main areas where we feel the, the desperation so much that when we're trying to attract something are usually money and relationships. And something's more specific, but generalized, money and relationships are the things that we hang that desperation on. I have to have this. I have to have money in my bank or else I have to have somebody here in my life that I can love and to love me back or else. When you attach that desperation to it, that is a stumble block. When you put that or else on there, what you're doing is giving the universe two different messages. If you're saying, I have to have this money, you're sending out that wonderful desire, which is actually fantastic. But when you're also saying, or else, I'm not going to be able to pay my rent and I'm not going to be able to feed my family. Which one of those vibrations, which of the feeling of those things of, hey, I want money, 
that can that can have a really good feeling attached to it or else I'm not going to be able to feed my family. That has a, a tremendous feeling of desperation attached to it. And if you have that feeling of desperation, of need, of lack, of want, of not enoughness, so much so that you feel it in your gut, I have to have this or else that is resistance, that is a stumbling block, and that is going to not only hold you back, but it's going to hold your manifestations back. Anytime you put a or else on there, it's just not going to have the same free, flowing, easy coming attraction that you're actually searching for, that you're actually dreaming of. So how do you get rid of that? How do you get rid of that the reason why you want the thing. I mean, it's one thing to want it just because, hey, it would be nice to have it. And that's really where you got to come from. But the truth is, the reason that you want money in your bank is because you're worried about your family not having enough food. And the reason that you want to have a relationship is because it's sad and lonely by yourself, right? But we talked about the more you focus on the need or the desperation that is what you're going to get more of. Which thing are you vibrating higher on? And last week, I asked you to set up your, or to figure out where your set point was, kind of where your attraction set point, by asking you how you felt about several different areas of your life with a score from negative 10 to positive 10, zero being neutral, negative one to negative 10 being in the areas, if you have a score of negative one to negative 10 in any area of your life. It could be love, money, relationships, how you love yourself, how you proud you are of your whole life overall, how much love you have in your life, how much gratitude you have in your life. And if you are zero or negative one to negative 10, you're probably going to be feeling, when you think about those areas of your life, you're going to be feeling things like fear and doubt and lack and despair and hurt and helplessness, hopelessness, pain, shame, regret, resentment, desperation. I don't even like those words. On the other hand, if you can think about those items, those areas, those concepts in your life and feel, this is so important because the law of attraction doesn't speak in words. The law of attraction speaks in vibration. And the way that you communicate with the law of attraction is through your vibration and you create vibration by how you feel. So if you can think about those areas in your life and the way that you feel about them is more on the side of love, joy for life, others, yourself, everything in it. Gratitude, happiness, hope, contentment, peace, acceptance. Don't those words sound so much better? Don't you just feel better even hearing those words? If the way you feel is in that, is in those areas, in relation to those things, then you're probably going to be between a one and a 10. And think of this thing like a big old teeter-totter, zero neutral being in the middle And if you're feeling love, because all those other words and feelings are really just derivatives of love, then you're going to be on the positive side of the scale. And if you have those other negative vibrations that are associated to fear, you're going to be on the negative side of the scale. And guys, when I say negative, the word negative, surprise, has a negative connotation. Even if I say, okay, that's your negative rating, you might take that as bad. And I don't mean it that way. It just is where you are. And that's perfect. You can only start from where you're at. You can't start anywhere else. So if you're recognizing that when you think about those things, you're on that side of the scale, you need to play teeter-totter and tip 
the scale. You need to move how you feel about that thing from the resistance side, the fear side, the negative one to negative 10 side, and move how you feel. Move your vibration about that thing to the positive side, to the positive one to positive 10. It doesn't have to be positive 10. If you're at positive one, you're doing better than you were at negative one and you're making progress. You want to tip that scale all the way to the love side. And this can be done in moments, individual small moments. If you're going about your day and you find yourself feeling one of those negative vibrations, first of all, recognize that this is a trained reaction in you. You have probably had that same or a very similar feeling and vibration to that item, to that thing, probably the same thought trained the same trained reaction, same vibrational frequency that you let off when you feel that every single time you've thought of it forever or for as long as you can remember. This is a trained reaction, so don't be too hard on yourself for it. But that's when you see the thought, don't be the thought, and you step back and you go, I see that that's the way I'm trained to feel but that's not how I want to feel. That's how I need to feel. That's not even a true feeling. That feeling is lying to me because your thoughts and your feelings, you might think that because they're coming inside from inside you that they're true. They're not, not always. The good, happy, positive one to positive 10 feelings, those are the right ones. Those are the ones you want to believe. Even if you think they're wrong, even if you think that the truth is negative five, believe in positive five. That's how you change it. So stop thinking whatever it makes you feel the negative five and start thinking something that makes you feel the positive five and not only feel it, but hold on to it. Hold on to it for at least 17 seconds. 68 is even better. Hold on to that positive feeling as long as you can. And the more you do this, the more you're telling the universe that you want that positive feeling. And that positive feeling will come again and more often it'll be easier and easier and easier to retrain the negative feeling and then you gain momentum so you're not even having that negative feeling hardly at all anymore and then every time it does you have this positive feeling which feels so good that you're almost glad that the negative feeling comes because it gives you this positive feeling and it's so exciting to feel good all the time. I can't think of a better way to end my show. It's so exciting to feel good all the time and this is what I wish for you. With Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show.